the AI mania has further to go because like the dot-com bubble of the late 1990s, it is a combination of a new technology, untested, promising, lots of issues, and loose Fed policy. And neither of these things is going to end anytime soon. But eventually it will end. And as with the dot-com bubble, the most likely ending is the Fed pricking uh, the bubble through tightening. Um, my view is that inflation is going to prove much stickier than most people expect, including the Fed. And my expectation is that with inflation likely to stay above 4% through most of next year, the Fed will feel compelled to restart hiking sometime in the middle of next year. And that should be the end uh, of the AI mania. So let me explain a bit more uh, why I think it's an, uh, another uh, episode of, uh, of the dot-com bubble. Um, there are really two similarities. As I said, it's one is a new uh, technology, which is very exciting. Uh, so it's basically these large language models, chat, GPT. Uh, those are basically a new iteration of deep learning that is based on neural networks, basically um, something called a transformer network, which guesses the content of a sentence based on sequential data relationships that are extracted from huge uh, data sets. So the bottom line is for all this complicated IT, what LLMs do is they generate content at nearly zero uh, cost. So if you ask a program like ChatGPT, a simple question that is close enough to its training data, it's going to provide you with a detailed answer, human sounding. Um, uses that are already demonstrated uh, code writing, um, essays, I mean, not terribly sophisticated essays. We are talking about high school, undergraduate quality. Uh, we don't have a killer app, but still, it's amazing how these things can look like a human. Um, there is also less savory use of the technology. For instance, the production of disinformation on an industrial scale, it's already happening. It's going to become more of an issue. Uh, and the technology, of course, is still immature. Uh, there is the issue of uh, hallucinations. So the chat giving you wrong answers, the cost uh, training the uh, version four of uh, chat GPT is said to have cost 100 million. And then there is the annoying fact that uh, answers to the same question can change over time. So um, it's an immature technology. It has a lot of promise. It can become, dis it will become disruptive. Um, on the other hand, to be clear, this is not uh, general artificial intelligence. 
which is the holy grail uh, of AI, and which is what we will need if we are to have these self-driving cars, a great personal assistant, domestic robot. Uh, these are the sort of uh, things that will require general intelligence. And very clearly, uh, the large language model are not general intelligence. They are an, uh, an application-focused uh, AI, not general AI. Still, exciting. And with the uh, Fed policy that we have at the moment, it's been enough to uh, trigger this, uh, this amazing mania. So why do I say that the Fed policy is still loose? Let me give you some numbers. For instance, yes, over the past year, the Fed balance sheet has shrunk by 700 billion, but guess why? Guess what? It's still 4 trillion higher than before the pandemic. So we've had this insane policy easing by the Fed that has not been unwound yet. Um, and despite the recent sell-off in bonds, if you look at any index of financial conditions, it's going to show you that financial conditions in the US are still uh, much less uh, tight um, than they were uh, just at the beginning of the year. Uh, for instance, uh, Goldman Sachs Financial Conditions Index is at the level where it was in November last year when the Fed funds rate was 250 basis points lower than it is now. And it's not just me saying the president of the Philadelphia Reserve Bank, uh, Loretta Mester, has a very striking picture where she shows that the Fed fund rate in real terms and compared with previous Fed tightening cycle um, and with the level of inflation that we have to deal with, actually the Fed funds rate is still quite low. So we have this combination of something that makes us dream and a lot of, a lot of money sloshing around and that's what's giving us the bubble. Um, and so we can look at what happened in the with the dot-com bubble to get some clues on how this thing will end. Um, so first of all, as a prelude to the dot-com bubble, we had a three-year rally from 95 to 98, where the Fed cut the Fed funds rate 125 basis points, and the S&P 500 rose about 2.5 times. The Fed resumed hiking in June 1999. By May 2000, the S&P was up 30%, so the peak, and despite the Fed having hiked 175 basis points more. Nevertheless, eventually, the Fed hikes uh, had their impact on the market, and then we had the bear market we all know about. So this time around, I think the cycle will be much shorter, in part because technology adoption is much faster. Uh, use of a chat GPT adoption or use of chat GPT has been the fastest uh, in history. Um, and in fact, it looks like visits uh, of OpenAI websites, so the companies that build chat GPT, uh, are already starting to level off. They were down in June relative to May. 
Um, so uh, we are going to have a reality check at some point. And it's going to be either because the revenue generated uh, by LLMs do not justify the cost, or because, as I'm expecting, the Fed uh, finds out that it actually needs to hike more if it really wants to bring inflation back to target, or both. And so in terms of comparing the situation now with the dot-com bubble, we could be in late 1998, where there is still 30-40% more uh, increase in the index, in the SPX. Um, and we are about six, nine months from the Fed uh, resuming uh, hiking. So the bottom line is, I think, you know, investors who want to ride that uh, bubble or mania or rally, whatever you want to call it, investors should really do that, but they should be they should be on the lookout for any sign that inflation is proving more persistent than the Fed expects, and any sign that the Fed is going to implement a more aggressive monetary policy. Um, so it's not all negative. Uh, thinking about you know the dot-com bubble, uh, one of the things that happened in late 1998 was the founding of Google, and the rest is history. <laughs>